When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Making Podcasts Great Again. I am your tech stuff guy, Jay Nog, and we are here, of course, with the president of the United States of Mar-a-Lago of America, Mr. Donald J. Trump. Mr. President, how are you today? We're doing very well. And I think I know what your first story is going to be. And (laughs) I'm feeling strong. I'm feeling strong natural immunity. I'm feeling uh, powerful and conservative and very patriotic right now. So uh, we're good. How are you, tech stuff? I'm good. I'm just kidding. I don't. I know that was. You, you don't get my. I was shocked. I, I was shocked. I wanted to answer people. really quickly. Well, <laughs> I know you did, and you weren't quick enough. You weren't quick enough. Not like melatonin says to me when she says, "Make this quick," and I go, "Very powerful and very quick." Well, it, is it was a weird for you that we're recording on a Sunday this week. It is a. Uh, it usually uh, uh, is a day of. Um, church, no, it's right? a day of strong, strong golf prayer, where I go out and I pray for. A good score, you know, very faith, very, very high in faith. I always say that I'm low, low in golf score, very high and strong in faith. So, you know, it's uh, for this one Sunday, I said I will not go to my my church, even though I'm a strong Christian. And by church, I mean my golf course. <laughs> so that is that is your uh, your religious place is the golf course. A very strong religious place. It's not just a religious place. It's called a strong faith religious place. Okay, well, we got uh, the presidential cell phone was acting up. I don't know if you heard that. I heard a little bit of it, yes. Well, I would apologize, but I don't apologize. It's a sign of weakness. So what do we have, tech stuff? Well, We've been uh, giving these listeners so much content. I mean, unbelievable. To start the year, they, they... Right off the bat, we were having people commenting, saying maybe already an epi for next year. I know. First episode. Like, I first, excuse me, first election I ever ran. I won presidency. And then that continues with first episode of the year. People are saying maybe an epi winner already. That's how strong we're doing. And if you're not sharing the show with patriots, with friends, with family, then you you should probably be executed for treason, podcast treason. (laughs) I agree. Now, Mr. President, there's two breaking news stories. The first one, uh, AOC. You are a break, fan of her AODs. Her, did she right? did she, do, excuse me, AO, AOC double Ds. Get it right. <laughs> did she break a bra? No, she you did. Said, well, excuse, excuse me, yes. you said breaking news. So like, did the, <laughs> you know, did she just sort of pop out and maybe we got some strong photos? No, that would be awesome, though. Uh, know, that, to, to condemn her as a radical left traitor of course that's course. you know that's why we want the yes. the 
Boricua boobies, as we call them. <laughs> well, she, I don't know how close you want to get to her right now. She tested can positive can for COVID. Pod, can we go, excuse me, off okay. the podcast record? Can we? Yep. We're, I'm, get, we're off right now. I can get very close to her. I mean, you know, very close. Okay, back on the record. Okay, I don't want to be anywhere near. I don't want to be anywhere near that radical left socialist. So what's what you were saying? She's positive. I think positive she's for COVID. Positive for COVID. Look and at that. Look what are at your that. Good on work. This? Well, I think DeSantis did his job. You think you he know, gave went it there? To, well, no, she went to Florida with a. You see this guy that she's dating? Uh, I saw some pictures. He's a very um, plain looking dude. Is and I don't know if this is I call him a ginger with a hard R. Okay. He is he is definitely. And he is so pale. I think what happened is she went down, and you know what? I'm happy that she's probably unhappy because if we were going on pure looks, she should be with a better looking person. But because she's so corrupt and disgusting as a socialist, you know, that's where she she should have a bearded, smelly, pale guy as her boyfriend. So I agree with that. But she, this guy, I think the sun definitely, she probably carries him around because like she gets extra sun for a nice tan because it all bounces off of his pale readiness, redness, but also the COVID probably bounces off him and latched onto her. So the COVID reflected and off of him si- onto her. Well, it's called, it's called science tech stuff. And we know that you don't do math from last episode, but you know what? Science and tech are like brothers and not like black brothers, but like, you know, that their mother had powerful sex with the same, well, she could add sex with different people, but then they become brothers. And I think that's how she got it. I think DeSantis made Florida a beautiful sort of COVID paradise. And then AOC went down there with the, with the big, you know, with the big rack and COVID was like, well, hello there. We, you know, we like uh, strong racks. And then they said, well, we're not going to this pale guy. And they bounced off him and got right in. They probably got it through the cleavage. They probably gave her COVID through the cleavage, they call it. It's a scientific term. Are there any pictures of her in a bathing suit? Have you seen any? I've looked a lot. If you look in my search history, I look for it uh, very strongly. And so far, no. So she's sort of a tease, which we don't, not like, you know, not like you see Ivanka. Ivanka shows up to the UN and it looks like, I, th- I don't know if you can hear Tiffany in the background. She doesn't like it when I talk about AOC and, and Ivanka. She's barking in the back, like, come on, what about me, daddy? And it's like, don't ever call me that. Uh, so, do you hear? I hear. Oh, very faintly. You see, how ang- she's so angry. That's why she's not inheriting anything. But the point is, Ivanka shows up to the UN. She's not gonna, she's not trying to be, no, she's like, you guys like nipples? Here you go. Poke your eye out. Do you, do you consider AOC going on vacation with this whole Omicron um, or Omicron, whatever you want to call it? Do you find it reckless of her being a Democrat? Joe, we, call it, we call it Joe Macron. The Joe Macron. Do you find it reckless of her? Uh, going on a vacation where it's spreading so rapidly right now, and especially going down to Florida, wouldn't, wouldn't it be considered reckless on her behalf to take a vacation right now with all this 
COVID going around? Well, we would make, you know, if I were, you know, if I were in the White House, we know I'm still president. I would have made an exception and said, if you, you know, if you show it off, go on vacation. But if you're going to be a prude about it, no vacation. And she's sort of a prude. And we don't like that. And it's rude. The rude prude, we call her. <laughs> and, you know, I think that if you're going to go on vacation, then go on, like, don't steal a vacation from somebody else who's going to, you know, make a sex tape and do proper vacation things. If you're just going to go and have a, a, a wine cooler at a cafe, let the hell, no, stay in New York, do work, stay in the swamp in D.C., so if you're going to do a vacation, I support supporting our strong right-wing freedom states. Even radical, you know, radical left dollars, they spend the same, okay? We're strong business. We don't turn down radical left, especially, you know, if you, if, if AOC, you know, pulled out a lot of bills from her bra or G-string, we'd, we'd extra support that. But don't go to a, floor, a place like Florida and not fully vacation, Okay. We're talking nude sunbathing, sex tapes, cocaine, Roger Stone's wife. That's how you vacation. Okay. And if you're not going to do it, then you're wasting, you're wasting the strong vacation time. You have to give her boyfriend a little bit of props because he is batting way out of his league. Batting out of his league. Yeah, he's not even playing the same sport. <laughs> I agree with you on that one. And also some, uh, that was, I'm sure, exciting breaking news that you wanted to hear that she tested positive for COVID or something interesting, but it's, I, I have also some breaking news. That's a little sad. Um, comedian, TV star, uh, movie star, uh, Bob Saget passed away. Oh, wow. That just happened. Bob Saget, you know, you know, Bob Saget. I said that just, I said that just happened. Yes. Just, and, just excuse me. I know. Excuse me. I know okay. who Bob Saget is. Okay. You don't My have apologies. to tell me who Bob Saget is. Mike, I said Saget. <laughs> no, no. Bob Saget with an S. Got, okay. <laughs> you should have, you know, I don't have to tell you, you know, now he's sad because he realizes we lost a, a strong comedian person who was very nice. Uh, and Did he break Mike, a TV? Mike, well, Mike went from evangelical erection to now evangelical tears. He's very <laughs> sad. And that's that's too bad because Bob Saget, he did America's Funniest Home Videos, which we like. You know, he wasn't afraid to embrace America. He wasn't doing Al-Qaeda's home videos. He wasn't doing Cuban socialist home videos. No, he's doing Amer It's called America's Funniest Home Videos. America. So we... And he did family comedies. You mm -hmm. know, we like, you know, that's a beautiful, it, a lot of people, you know, Mike always said he loved watching John Stamos, you know, he, you know, John Stamos is Greek and he always yes. said, I'd love to do, I'd love to do Greek traditions with John Stamos. <laughs> so, you know, Mike Pence, this is going to hit him very hard because he was, he loved Full House, loved America's Funniest Home Videos. Uh, and that's a tough, a tough load. And then, you know, Bob Saget also did sort of dirty comedy as well. So dirty. he was filthy. He was, but, he was both family and pro-America, but also anti-cancel culture because he would curse and say filthy things. So he was really sort of the ultimate American comedian, pro-family, pro-America, pro-filth. That's sort of, you know, that's that's a great loss. And 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 Mike Pence is 
uh, well, Mike, well, your pain, I guess he's now looking at John Stamos pictures, but I think he's very upset. He's very, our vice president is very upset. Were you a, a big fan of Bob Saget? I don't know who that is. Very fair. Um, I wanted to talk to you about this. The Supreme Court is now leaning towards striking down Sleepy Joe's vaccine mandates for private employers with over 100 employees. What do you? What are your thoughts on this? I mean, you did put all these judges on the Supreme Court. Was this a favor you called in? Do you have anything to do with this? What do you think about this? No, no. This is called Constitution, okay? It's a a very important document we have. It's written by great people many years ago on, you know, the very sort of tough, they call it parchment. You know, I call it paper, but, you know, when it's real important, they say, sir, you want to put this on parchment. So they put it on parchment, and it's a very important thing. And our judges, our great judges, they're not letting Sleepy Joe take away our freedoms. It's called business, and you have to be free to do what you want. Unless you want to put in, you know, unless the business wants to do a vaccine mandate, and then you say, absolutely not, you cannot do what you want. So you have to respect a business when it doesn't want to do, you know, when, when it doesn't want to do the Democrat thing, you say, pro-business, pro-freedom. But if a business, if some stupid business person comes into a great state like Texas or Florida and says, we want all our employees to wear masks and have vaccine, you can't do that. Well, you, Mar-a-Lago has more than 100 employees, I'm assuming, or did you cap it at 99 so people don't have to wear masks? We capped it at 69. <laughs> That's uh... I thought so. Okay. So you capped it at 69. All right. Now, if you had it. Um, we have a strict no. We have a very strict no masks, no condoms policy. Now, if so I'm you. Glad, I, no, I just, excuse me. I think it's great that our Supreme Court, you know, they could have helped me out a little bit. They didn't do me any favors, but everybody should remember that when these businesses can't make people do vaccines, that's me. That's, those are my judges stopping the stupid policies of sleepy jail. Now, you consider yourself a true American. If you had over 100 employees, would you have followed this mandate or would you have gone against it? We would have fought. We would have fought powerfully at the in the courts, like they're doing now. We would have, we would have done the process, okay, and we would have won because we're gonna. You know, this is all the judges, the questions. It's very clear that they're gonna strike this down. That they're gonna strike down Sleepy Joe, and maybe they'll even strike him in the head with a gavel, and maybe he'll fall down some stairs like a sleepy old man. Did you speak to Rage and Brett about this? Yeah. Let me tell you something. Rage and Brett is so mad about this. I didn't even want to talk to him. Wow. Well, because you know, you know, when when you talk to Rage and Brett, if you're trying to tell Rage and Brett that he has to do something, 
he doesn't like being told what to do. He doesn't like it when somebody says no. And he doesn't say it like it when somebody says you have to do something. So he's very, very, he's pro-personal consent is what I would say. He's very pro his own consent. Now, do you think this is going to go through? Because now um, I think every store that I've been into in New York, you have to wear a mask going into stores now. In I'm New not York. poor, and so I don't, I don't go into stores myself because I'm not a poor person. Okay, well, it's really uh, restaurants as well in New York. Really anywhere you have to wear a mask going into. Well, I think it's, it's by county. And um, so is all that going to be done with, you think, if, if the Supreme Court doesn't make people wear masks for these businesses for over 100 employees, isn't it just going to um, basically be a tidal wave where no one's going to wear a mask anymore? I hope so. <laughs> so your, your main plan here as Joe Macron is spiking and we have the most COVID cases in our country, we're fighting to remove masks to spread this even more. I want to spread Jamacron like it's jam on a peanut butter and jam sandwich. You know, the left, they use jelly. And our jelly is sort of cheap. Jam is the one that actually spreads better. Not a lot of people know that, but you spread the jam spreads nice and even over the strong white bread. But if you get jelly, it's chunky, like a fat radical left person. So jelly is chunky and jam is smooth. I don't I didn't even know there's jam, a difference. Well, jam spreads a lot easier. Not like I said, not a lot of people. You're, you're now you're learning. Now you're I learning. Am. But I also like I like the chunky peanut. You ever have chunky peanut butter? Chunky peanut butter is all right. I'm into the smooth peanut butter, to be honest with you. Oh, you're, you're weak. You're out of the left. <laughs> you know, you're, it's so cool. I can't. Excuse me. Oh, no, I need my peanut butter very smooth. Please, it's, oh, these are so tough. These, these chunks of peanuts are so tough. Well, I'm tough, and I like a tough peanut butter and jam sandwich. You have peanut butter and jam? You don't have peanut butter and jelly? I just say jelly, but I really, you know, we secretly buy the jam. And sometimes I'll buy the Polana all fruit. Do you ever see those commercials? They used to have these great commercials where the person would say, it, it would be like these fancy elites, radical left elites going, please pass the Polana all fruit. And then they'd get to a Trump supporter at the end and he'd go, can I please have the jelly? And all the elites would drop their things. They were so shocked. They were so shocked by the, just the real America asking for jelly. But I say jelly because it's sort of the name, like the branding, but it's really jam. So you secretly, so PB&J is a peanut butter and jam, but it's kind of secretive. I get it. Well, Mr. President, before we get into our next story, of course, we have awesome sponsor this week, a ride or die sponsor, and that is betonline.ag. And everyone should get on board, especially people in New York, because New York betting is open now. You have the national championship coming up tomorrow night, uh, NFL playoffs. Um, Bet Online wants to wish everyone a happy new betting year as we continue our march to the playoffs and beyond. Bet Online remains the number one spot for all the best sports wagering action for 2022. New year, a new updated website. 
um, desktop and mobile device. Sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus. And that is a good time right now to do it because the playoffs and national championship, 50% welcome bonus. Use promo code CLNS50 to get started. And that's it. It's only on your first deposit. So they will match 50% of your first deposit. Football, basketball, hockey, boxing, UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for 2022. That's right. You have sports betting plus casino games. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. Use promo code CLNS50 and that's betonline.ag. Uh, Mr. President, I know you've made picks a lot this year. I want to ask you, the national championship is coming up between Alabama and Georgia. Um, I know you feel strongly about uh, both of those places. Who is your pick for the national championship? Greatest, most loyal Trump, Trump state in our country is Alabama. And it's not a surprise that they've won so many championships because they're patriots, they're strong. And Nick Saban is, uh, you know, Nick Saban said to me, sir, I'm glad you're not coaching in college football because you're the only one I fear. And you could see him. He was very, you know, very moved when he said that. Uh, whereas Georgia was a once great state, a proud state. And very disloyal. You know, they put Asaf and Warnock in the Senate and they refused to challenge the totally fraudulent presidential results. So Georgia is a state on the decline. They are going down. They're going down like dogs, like radical left dogs and disloyal rhino Republican dogs. And aren't they the Georgia Bulldogs? They are the Georgia Bulldogs. So they're not even, they're, excuse me, they're not even hiding it. They're not even hiding what they are. They're like, <laughs> look at us. We're dogs. The president is totally right. We're dogs. You know what the Alabama is? Crimson Tide. Crimson Tide, which is crimson, which is, I don't know, some say it's a color. And then the Tide is a laundry detergent that we use to wash out disgusting fake Republicans like the Georgia Bulldogs. So I think Nick Satan is going to have a very powerful win and hopefully he thanks me in the win. And if he doesn't, that's okay. But I would expect him to thank me very strongly. And so your president is picking Alabama to win by a very strong, some might say very strong, Marjorie, you know, you know Georgia is, is favored, and I it's I find it ironic since Alabama handed it to them last time, and now Georgia is favored for the national championship. I mean, some of these gambling, not BetOnline.ag, not our not our BetOnline, but uh, some of these other radical left gambling sites. Of course, they want. Of course, Georgia. Yes, we like them. They put radical left senators and. They stole the election from our president. We love that. We want to favor Georgia. Well, they're wrong. They're wrong and they're very strongly wrong, which by the way, when you're strongly wrong, it actually means very weak. 
because you're so wrong. Your wrongness is so strong that it actually means you're weak. It's like, it's the one time you don't want strength. You don't want to be strong wrong. You want to be strong right and weak wrong. If you're going to be wrong, you want to be weak wrong, so you're very close to being right. But they are very strong wrong. And which also, by the way, is a relative of Samsung, who gave me my computer. He, when I, we, I, I talked to him, we needed, a, they needed to update the computer. And I, so I called up Samsung and he said, don't do that. And I said, okay, Sam, calm down. He's always tough. He's always to the point. And I said, well, who does, who does tech? And he said, strong, wrong. And that's his cousin, strong, wrong. So, uh, you know, I, you know, as much as he might scare some of our listeners, I always love talking to Sam. Samsung's cousin. I love talking to Samsung because it's like, if you, if you're prepared for it, He's going to get the job done in like 30 seconds. He's not here for any bullshit. He's here for, let's get to the point. Okay. And we need uh, one brief. Uh, (laughs) Strong, wrong. Samuel Sung's cousin. I didn't know how many relatives he had. That's pretty amazing. Uh, Mr. President, you're still with us here. You're, You're still with us. He's ignoring me right now. He is too. Are you are you on the phone with Samsung right now? No, no. Uber Eats. Uber Eats was just uh, contacting. They want to do a strong endorsement deal with me because I, you know, they're like, uh, you know, you, you order so much high quality food from McDonald's that we need you to. So I shouldn't have actually said that on on the, you know, because they're not a sponsor. So I, that's right. Uh, I was contacted by uh, Goober Teats. <laughs> about there you possible- go. Now, Mr. President, I wanted to ask you about former Governor Cuomo. Uh, many uh, people were saying he's very handsy, handsy man. And recently uh, came out that uh, the groping charges against him are, were dropped. And I thought you would give him maybe props for this since many accusations against you never came to light, never advanced. Um, I want to know uh, what you think about Governor Cuomo or former Governor Cuomo when it came to these groping charges being dropped. I think we may have talked about this earlier. I actually, I I didn't like Andrew Cuomo. I think he's a nasty person. I think he's ugly. Um, And I, you know, on the inside and the outside, uh, I think, but, but, but I always thought he was tough and you know me, I respect toughness. Mm -hmm. I will respect toughness, even if I don't like you. Even if I don't like you, I'll say, but he's tough. I even said that about Crooked Hillary during one of the debates. I said, she's tough. When Andrew Cuomo resigned, he lost all street capability. You know, that's when you're on the street and they give you respect. They call it street capability. (laughs) Uh, They call it street street, credit. They call it street cape for short. Yeah, because it's like you're a superhero and you're wearing a cape, so they call it street cape. Well, he lost all street cape with me when he did that, because I said, that's not tough. That's pathetic. So, no, I don't think he's tough. I don't think I, I, I think he probably didn't do it. But you know what? I don't care because he's weak. So he probably didn't do it because, you know, the only thing I hate more than Andrew Cuomo is young women who complain about getting groped 
So you don't like young women who complain about getting groped? I know. It always annoyed me at Sir Jeffrey Epstein's house when, you know, one of these, uh, you know, were they 19? Were they 12? They all sort of looked the same, but they'd come running out going, oh, and I'd go, oh, you're ruining the party. Go home. And, you know, she'd be like, I need to wait for my mommy to pick me up. And I go, you still call your mom mommy? Gross. How old are you? 10? And they would say, yes. And I go, good joke. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> well, we have we have two more news stories. The next thing I want to talk if to you I, about. I do have to yes. say this. I don't, uh, you know how I love our, our sports, but we got to make these stories very quick. We will. We will. We're on a strong yeah. presidential deadline right now. They're, the government's trying to build up cases against you with the the whole uh, peaceful protest, the committee. And now there is evidence that when you would have conference calls in the uh, Oval Office, you would have Sean Hannity and other uh, news pundits from Fox News conferenced in on these meetings in the Oval Office. Is this true? And don't you think that is not very ethical considering that was the only news source that you invited. I think it's ethical for me. I think maybe not the most ethical for Sean Hannity. (laughs) You know, they fired Chris Cuomo for helping his own brother, you know, and at least that was his brother. So I think Sean Hannity, depending on what he says, uh, I think he's an unethical scumbag. And I I don't think anybody should trust anything he says, especially under oath in the next couple of weeks. <laughs> so he's under total, oath. <laughs> total unethical scumbag. So you're saying that he is lying, that he was conferenced in to private meetings in the Oval Office. He was. Okay, well, I guess we will it's see. It's okay. You know, it's, no, it's like, if I'm not married, well, I'm different. I can do whatever I want, whether I'm married or not. But if a guy's not married or a girl's not married and they fuck a married person, they're not committing adultery. The person who's married is committing the adultery. So here, I'm blameless. I didn't do anything unethical. I don't work for Fox News, but Sean Hannity, assuming he testifies with this fake commission, total lying scumbag. But if, you're if the he un- doesn't testify, then maybe he's not. If you're the unmarried person sleeping with the married person and you know they're married, um, your home record that's still unethical knowing that you can break up a marriage or break up a family knowing that you're going to sleep with that person. Well, you know, but if I, in this case, let's say I'm the married person having an affair, who the hell cares? I'm president. <laughs> I'm rich. Wreck the home. I don't even like this home. I'm looking for a new young home. Okay. Last thing I wanted to talk to you about, um, a lot of, a lot of too much death in this episode, but um, actor uh, Sidney Poitier passed away. Uh, he was the first um, black actor to win uh, best actor um, at the Oscars. Uh, what are your thoughts on him? He seemed like a nice guy. You know, I'm a fan of the Pontiac car. It's one of the great American cars. So we support uh, the work he did uh, building up our automobile industry. Um, I think it was, you know, he's very, he's very dignified, you know, very sort of like a classy guy. He was, uh, 
you know, he was, and he was like me, you know, he was in that movie where he demanded the person call him Mr. Tibbs. And I said, that's like me with sir. And then he had a movie called To Sir With Love. And I said, this guy not only made automobiles with Pontiac, yeah, they called him Sidney Pontiac, but he also was about respect. He had a movie, excuse me. He had a, you know, he didn't give me, you know, he could have given me some credit, you know, to sir with love. You know, he should have, you know, we're actually suing uh, Sidney Pontiac's estate right now over the title to sir with love. Um, I don't blame him, but, you know, we have to, it's what's fair is fair. Mm-hmm. Because obviously I have, you know, sir is sort of my trademark. And he was walking around with a movie to sir with love. And it's starring an African-American named Sidney Pontiac and not me. I don't think that makes a lot of sense. But other than that, we respect him. Uh, we like what he did. Uh, we didn't, you know, I didn't see any of his movies, but I, you know, he made them, which is, uh, you know, I don't think anybody saw his movies as much as they saw Home Alone 2, which I was in. You know, Sidney Pontiac didn't, you know, Macaulay Culkin didn't ask him to be in Home Alone 2, but uh, we respect him. He was um, uh, a strong, dignified African-American, so we respect that. And, uh, you know, I think when he gets to heaven and sees uh, the great Fred Trump, I've already said a strong prayer on the golf course. I said, don't call him the N-word when he gets to heaven, dad, for me, for me, be nice. Maybe even give him a studio apartment in one of your buildings in heaven because he's that nice a guy. So he will be missed. Stephen Pontiac, thank you for your, for your service and your strong cars. Oh, <laughs> Mr. President, uh, thank you. We got to wrap this so I, much. I, you know, text stuff. Normally, I, I we do the big talk, but uh, your president has to go. Uh, a strong. Well, I just McDonald's want to let everybody know is running to, through my system. Yes, uh, I want everybody to uh, get on the Patreon. You are missing out if you're not on the Patreon. Patreon.com/slash MPGA. Bonus episodes every single month, live episodes. Got to check it out. Special guests. We had Obama on. Uh, more special guests coming on this month. And uh, patreon.com slash MPGA. Tiffany is, is strongly endorsing the Patreon. Strong yes. endorsement from Tiffany. And uh, any any parting words, Mr. President? Uh, thank you to the new Patreon people we have. We've gotten yes. some new signs. People, and, and people keep discovering the show. This is why you've got it. Okay, it's JL, guys. The president just left. This is why you got to share it with friends. And I know we make this pitch, but we need the five-star reviews, which is totally free on Apple Podcasts. And tell a friend, because every week we get somebody who's like, I just started listening and this is the funniest thing ever. So like, it's not too late to share it with friends and family who are like-minded and like this kind of comedy or or whatever. So don't don't stop sharing. We appreciate it. Uh, Consider the Patreon. Um, There's so much really good hardcore stuff there. And uh, as the far YouTube as I'm page going, thank too. you. To, yep. So I, I subscribe to YouTube, totally free. And uh, whoever showed up to Harrisburg, uh, whoever people showed up to Harrisburg, thank you very much. And uh, just check jlcomedy.com for my other podcast and my upcoming dates in Chicago, California, and Utah. So thank you, everybody. Um, and God help us all. <laughs>